0: Welcome to The Schmidt Show on News Radio 1310 KNOX AM and 1079 FM.
1: Add your voice to the conversation. Call now at 775 5559 or send an email to live at knoxradio.com. Now, here he is, your host, Brad Schmidt. Good afternoon. I am, in fact, your host, Brett Schmidt. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. 701-775-5559 is the phone number. Live at KenWexradio.com is the email if you want to join the conversation. Uh, again, if you do want to jump in here, feel free to give us a call. Shoot us a text message. We've gotten a few that have come in here um, and a few phone calls that have come in. My guest in the studio with me is Steve Dries. Uh, Steve is a friend of mine, has been for uh, almost a decade now. And uh, his wife used to work here at Leighton Broadcasting, and she was uh, very instrumental in me getting into radio. Um, and and been a uh, uh, an interesting life for for Mister Drees. Uh, born, given up for adoption, that was kind of a downer. Then you're adopted in a couple of days. That's I I didn't really notice. Ju- I was going to say huge huge upper, and didn't even really realize all of that. Then you grew up in a in a home in Thompson, North Dakota. Uh, With a wonderful family, had kind of, like you said, the idyllic uh, uh, childhood, Um, you know, brother, family, everybody loved you, did okay in school and all of that kind of stuff. Grew up and got married, owned a radio station, got cancer, um, sold a radio station, then moved back to Thompson and did software stuff and... Found out you had a, a whole nother family and ran into all of those, and now you got five moms and all of the weird stuff that's gone on with that. But in the middle of all of that, you also um, had a pretty tragic circumstance uh, befall you and your family. Um, and so, Steve, for those that that ha- remember Carrie being here on Kanox or over on our sister station on ninety seven Kick. Um, the name Carrie Drees is, is not foreign to most of the, the latent broadcasting listeners. So tell us a little bit, you met Carrie, um, were married, you said 17 years before she passed away. She passed away just about six and a half ish years ago. Um, so would be 23 years ish of marriage. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Give us just kind of the overview of the marriage and then lead us into the, uh, The day that we'll live in infamy, as they say.
0: Um, The marriage was was awesome most of the time. Right. Not always. Like, marriages are hard work. Yeah. Um, Sometimes we fought.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: But most of the time it was really, really good.
1: Yeah. I've been Um, married 23 years, and we had a few of those. um, But overall, wouldn't trade it for the world. So I, I totally I, understand that.
0: I still look back and wonder how I tricked her.
1: <laughs> so you were married. I, I won the lottery. You and you told a little bit of the story when you first met her. When we when we opened the show, you, you were standing there in a towel, and some uh, stranger walked into the house that you were living in, and it was her. And she decided at that very moment, you must have been looking good.
0: I have Something. no clue. <laughs> I've never been a, a cutting figure in a towel. <laughs> so, <laughs> I
1: do not understand yeah, that at all. Yeah. So, um, so you were married to her. You owned the radio station together. Uh, was that, or, or maybe not? I guess I don't know the timeline on that. So, um, the the radio station timeline went
0: like this: I moved back to Hibbing with Carrie. Right. We were raising our family there. I was working for the cable company. And volunteering at the radio station. Okay. I was diagnosed with cancer. I told the owners of the radio station, I, I can't do this right now. Right. I have to focus on being healthy. Yeah, getting not cancerous. They turned the radio station off. After a year of being dark, you lose your license. Right. So I went through chemo and radiation, and that's when they offered to sell me the radio station. I oh. bought it within a month of it going uh, of losing, uh, losing the, license. the license. So I had 30 days to get it back on the air.
1: Okay.
0: Um we ran the radio station out of my garage. <laughs> um I had just walled off one stall and and put up a console there and yeah and, and ran the radio station. A couple station of
1: microphones
0: there. and um we were doing a music festival in Chisholm, Minnesota, and we had convinced the local larger radio station to let us come in and talk about it. In that, they heard Carrie talking.
1: Mm. And that's when they hired her to work at
0: that radio station.
1: And in Christian music, I don't know if anybody else knows this, but I remember Carrie recording a promo for um, the Newsboys one time, which is, I mean, in the... Christian music world, they're, I mean, they're Michael Jackson, you know, they're, they're a big name in the Christian music world. Yeah. And I remember her recording a, I, a promo for them at one point.
0: I used to refer to her as my secret weapon. Yeah. When I was doing, I, you know, like I said, a hundred foot tall tower with a hundred watts. Right. We were nothing in the wor- yeah. world of radio, but I had the best radio voice. You should have of a great the, voice, didn't she? The yeah. Mississippi. So yeah. like I, I was winning.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so you you run this radio station for a while. What ended up prompting you selling it again and, and coming back this direction?
0: The offer for her to get a job here? Here. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really hard to run a radio yep. station inhibiting from Grand Forks. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. So you sold it then. Is it is it still on the air? I think I asked you this it earlier is. and I can't it, remember. It's
0: being used as a translator. Yeah, for that's right. Yeah, KDHW. yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're now back in Grand Forks. Um, you've been here at Leighton Broadcasting for a couple or Carrie's been here at Leighton Broadcasting for a while. You're doing you're doing um tech work still yep. or, or were you were you doing software development then yet? Uh little of both. Little of both. Kind of a
0: jack of all trades. Yep. Um I I worked for a company uh that did remote support for places in iraq and iran and afghanistan Ooh. And yeah so
1: um, sounds exciting actually i'm but, guessing there's probably some story there but you could tell me but you'd have to kill me kind of thing yeah yeah <laughs> 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 that's hilarious um so you're you're doing that she's working here at Leighton broadcasting she was i think on knox and kick at the same time right she did a talk show here and then she did was it the morning show over there? Morning show okay. with Denny. With Denny, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, talk show also with Denny. Was it also with Denny over In here? K- yeah. On OX. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was shortly after that. I don't know. How long was she here before she made the move over to QFM, to the Christian station? You remember? I don't remember, but it was like four years or so, was it? Okay. maybe. So, Something like that. And that was about the time that I met you or met her first actually and and she got me started doing some voice tracking, which is for those that don't understand radio stuff, is sometimes when an FM station is doing music, instead of having a live voice in the studio, you pre-record it. Um and and that's what I was doing on Sunday mornings um for that station, which was funny to me the very first time I ever realized that people knew, or, or I shouldn't say knew, didn't know that I was live. I was playing guitar on one Sunday morning for our worship team, and I'm standing on the stage, and somebody comes walking in, and they looked at me on the stage, and then stopped and looked back at the door, then looked at me again with this really confused look on their face. How look, can you be in right, two places at once? back at the door, and they said, how did you get here so fast? I said, what do you mean? She goes, I literally just heard you on the radio. And then I realized, oh, you didn't know that I was live. It was not live. So that's how I got introduced to Carrie. Um, and then, and I told the story a little bit in, earlier in the show about how I had this idea for a radio show. And she said, that's a great idea. You should do it. And I didn't know anything about radio. But then along comes this moment in time that, that I'm going to ask you to kind of relive for a moment. Carrie um, had struggled with weight. And had had a was it a lap band? Yeah, she had was Uh, that lap band like
0: twenty ten? I think two thousand ten or twenty eleven, something like that. She had that installed.
1: Okay, and so take us from there. I'll let you tell the rest of this because I don't know that I know the rest of the story there. July
0: of of twenty thirteen, the lap band had slipped to the point where she pretty much couldn't eat. Mm. Um. And so they decided to, there's two two routes. They can relocate the lap band. Right. Or they can take it out. Right. And the goal was to go in and take it out. She right. was sick of that thing.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: took her in uh, real early that morning, and it was weird. The, the ride in, I'm holding her hand, and she's just really quiet. Right. Which is not her. That's not Carrie. Right. Real quiet is just not her. Right. (laughs) Um, But um, she was loud even when she wasn't
1: saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that in a good way. I'm not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, But when uh, when we're being checked in with the nurse and getting ready to go in for the surgery, the two of us went into radio mode, like we were riffing off of each other, cracking jokes, and right uh, to make the nurse laugh because that's what you do.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, that's what we would do, (laughs) right? Um, And so, what I would do, my wife would be embarrassed of me doing it.
0: Yeah, but they're just about to wheel her into surgery, and I said, "Okay, I'll see you in a bit." She goes, "Where do you think you're going? I need a kiss." Hmm. I was just assuming that I'd give her a kiss when
1: When she she came out. out. Yeah.
0: Um, I sat down in the the waiting room. I was watching Boy Meets World reruns because that's what was on the on the TV. And a guy came up to me in surgical gear and he says, can I talk to you for a minute in this room over here? Mm. And my heart sunk. You knew. Well, they don't ask you to to go. If they're going to tell you everything's okay. Right. They don't take you to a separate room. room.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Um, And he said, uh, there's been some complications. She's lost a lot of blood. We've called in a heart surgeon. And we're doing our best.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't remember much after that. After that. I know that, um, I had reached out to a friend because Savannah was on her way to Bible camp with this friends. Mm.
1: Parents. Parents.
0: Yeah. And I, I knew that Savannah needed to come back home. Right. Um, and and then it just became this this thing everybody knew all at once um the radio station found out um and i started contacting relatives and it just kind of snowballed into this big long event mm. um it was it was um eye opening to see how many
1: people she touched so you're there i'm 44 now um, you would have been about that same age. Yeah. Um, you're now 44 years old, a daughter still in in middle school, right? Or early high school, freshman early maybe. Freshman. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're suddenly a widow. Yeah. Where do you, I mean, where do you pick up those pieces? Because like I said, that's the question that I've been asked on the air. And and one of the things that I had a, I had a good friend that lost a, 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 a husband of uh, almost 30 years, 27 years they were married. And somebody had told her one time about six or eight months after he had passed away, you just need to get over it and move on. And my advice at the time was, you were married to him longer than you weren't married to him. You don't forget about, 27 years of marriage in six or nine months and just get over it and move on. So where do you start to, I mean, you're, you're there, you're, you're now in the, the, the hospital trying to figure out, I've, I've not got to figure out how to keep her comfortable while she recovers. I've got to start making funeral plans. And where do you, where do you start with that? I'd like to say
0: that there's this this plan that you can have and Mm -hmm. that you follow, right? But um, there is a blur in that moment that there aren't plans that are followed. Right. Um, I was fortunate in that I had people around me to say, "Okay,
1: here's where you go.
0: Here's the next thing you focus on. Here's the next thing you focus on. Here's the next step." um because in that moment that's all you can think about what's the next step mm. nothing else has any solidity to it right there's nothing you can trust there's nothing you can stand on but that next step right
1: so when when you begin to to kind of work through some of the the logistics of the next step i mean at some point you got to go home, you know, you, you, and, and lay down in bed and try and it's sleep. I, I mean, it, which I can't believe was really even realistic, but sleep was not hard. Really? By the time I got home after you that first night, I can imagine.
0: I just fell asleep. Just exhausted. Barely made yeah. it in the door.
1: Yeah. You've, you've, uh, along with this, like say you're 44 years old, you got a, a, a teenage daughter at home and, a, and a, an older daughter as well. that's already married. Um, what do you, I mean, how are you holding that whole situation together as a parent? How do you deal with that? What do you, I mean, if, if somebody were said, Hey, this just happened to me, I've got a daughter I got to deal with. What do I say to her? Do you have, I mean, is there any advice that you can give? Is it just- I'm gonna I'm
0: going to go back in time. When I was 20 years old, Howard passed away from cancer. That would be my father. Yeah. My response to that was to get back at God. Oh. He didn't come through for me, so why should I come through for him? Right. So uh, I dedicated myself to doing everything I knew that God hated. Mm. Because in my warped brain, that would show him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I'd shock him. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, And what that resulted in is I had more pain, which led to more bitterness, mm. which led to more pain, which led to more bitterness. And the end result of that is hell. Yeah. Right. You, you don't come out of that spiral on your own. Mm. It was when I embraced God that I was able to come out of that spiral. Mm. When Carrie died... I knew too well how that response could be and how it would affect my kids. So I made a conscious choice to model something different. Mm. And so I focused on loving people, being kind, because I didn't want anything to do with pain and bitterness. Right.
1: Right. There is, um, there is a moment, and I think of some of the things that I've gone through in my life. Not quite, um, not quite as as dramatic as, as losing a spouse, um, but there is a moment where you you do kind of make a, a a decision. Like I mean, I can think of some of the things that have happened in my life where I I said. You know, in that internal monologue with myself, this is what needs to happen. Good, bad, or different, I made whatever choice I made. Was there a moment where you said, okay, the the, the whirlwind of all of this is going on. now I've got to make some decision.
0: When the surgeon came to me and said, we were not able to save her was when I decided that I was going to model grace Mm. to my kids.
1: That is because I know a little bit of the story there that I think is more profound than a lot of people realize because you could have said, well, as a doctor, what did you screw up? And I'm going to get mine. And Where's my? Where's the phone number for the nearest attorney, right? Um, how do you deal with, I mean, that had to be a, a pretty difficult decision to make, huh? No. Um, it wasn't
0: hard. Like it, I'm glad to if, hear you say that, by the way. If there was a place I could have gone to bring legal action to be reunited with my wife, mm. I would have been there in a heartbeat. But the best I could get out of that situation is more rust and dust, mm. things that aren't going to last, right? And I, I don't need that. Like, I didn't need money.
1: Mm.
0: I needed to hold my wife.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is, is that... And if I were to have sued, the end result of that is I make it more expensive for other people to get surgery.
1: Mm. how does that help me yeah 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 that's a good point you you mentioned and we're gonna run up against the news here in just a second but you mentioned um in a different conversation that you and i had about how altru has also saved your life a couple of times yeah so when we come back i want to talk a little bit about that and 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 kind of Contrast the the two experiences. Not necessarily to talk about all specifically, but the two experiences of this great tragedy, yet on the other side of the coin, a really pretty great triumph that you could have could have been on the other end of it. So when we uh, when we return, we'll do that. The Schmidt Show continues next. It's News Radio 1310 KNOX am 1079 KNOX FM. <laughs> Good afternoon. It's News Radio 1310, KNOX AM 107.9, KNOX FM. In the studio with me is my uh, is my friend Steve Drees. Steve and I have known each other um, about eight or nine years now. We've kind of figured out nearly a decade. Um, and I met him through his wife, who got me into radio. And it's been a long story as we've kind of meandered around a lot of this today. Um, and a text messenger. Ask the question, my wife passed away seven years ago. I'll see something for just a second. I'll say to myself, I can't wait to tell Carol about this, and then it sets in that she's not here anymore. Do you, I mean, with Carrie, do you still have that where you're excited about sharing something with her and then go, oh. My first Christmas bonus from my my current employer
0: was larger than I'd ever had combined. Uh, Yeah, Like all my previous Christmas bonuses, (laughs) if you combined them, was still smaller than the Christmas. And the first thing I wanted to do was call and tell her. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. Yeah.
1: And of course. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the, because you, you, Stephen, and and I know this simply because I've gotten to know you the last several years. um, You seem to have been able to deal with this tragedy um, in a pretty healthy way. Um, I would guess that there are days where you're still sad, you're still depressed, there's still, you know, those kind of negative moments. But overall, as I've watched you, um, I hope one day if I ever suffer a similar tragedy that I can handle it with the with the grace and, and maturity that you have. Is, is there a secret to that? Is there a trick? I mean, I think I know what you're going to say here, but it's Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean... Uh... I remember commenting a couple of months after Carrie passed away and I said, I don't know how people without faith get through something like this. Mm. Like, how do they do it? Yeah. Because there were days that's all I had.
1: Yeah. Did you find it interesting or, or I don't know if interesting is the right word. Did you, were you surprised by the impact that she had? Because I remember being at her funeral and thinking, wow, she really did know everybody. Like the whole city showed up, it felt like. That part of it didn't surprise me,
0: like the the number of people she knew, mm-hmm. but the number of people that knew her well enough to come out.
1: Mm. Right? Yeah.
0: I mean, life gets busy. Yeah. And if you don't want to do something, you can find an excuse not to do it. Oh, yeah,
1: it's easy. Yeah.
0: Right it doesn't take much work at well, all. Well, and
1: and funerals and and things like that just aren't a, a fun well, experience a, to go to anyway. Right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah,
0: there were a ton of people there. Like she was the type of person who we would be driving to the twin cities and we would stop at a rest area. And she would come out of the bathroom and say, "I met the coolest person in there." <laughs> 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 yeah. And she'd have that person's phone number and they would commute like yeah, I, I can't do that. I can't become friends with somebody in a rest stop.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, well, that's like the that's like the uh, that's the rule of men. You don't. Well, yeah, yeah. but
0: uh, <laughs> the other thing is, just about everybody who knew Carrie, right, talked about her as my best friend, Carrie. Mm. Yeah, like I have one, maybe two people that I could right. possibly categorized as a best friend right one of them was carrie
1: right <laughs> yeah did did because did, one of the things that i found was and this is the selfish side of me uh, there was a little bit of of jealousy in that like that wait a second carrie's my friend you don't you get you don't you don't get to to like did you i mean did you ever feel that? I don't know if that's even the right way to ask that question. It just um when
0: people would say I'm Carrie's best friend, I early on would think I thought that was my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of stood before God and pronounced that that's the way it was going to be. Right. I, I remember I was there.
1: Yeah. Um
0: but I I got over it. Yeah. Um I used to think that I was being shortchanged in love. Uh. Ah. Because she was out loving people. Right. Right. Yeah. And um and I learned that the love she was giving was from a bottomless pit of love. Mm. It's from Jesus. Right. It's not from her. Right. And so I wasn't being shortchanged. Yeah. Like just because she was nice to you didn't right. mean she didn't have enough nice left to right. be nice to me.
1: Yeah it was bottomless yeah so. we have a phone call here let's uh think that you're on the schmidt show what's on your mind god bless you steve this is a great human interest story i i really appreciate it brad this is one of the best shows you've ever had
0: um, i appreciate
1: that and and uh you know steve god bless you and brad as far as i'm concerned you can go to jerry queen and get a milkshake okay <laughs> Bye. appreciate the call man that would get one. 701 775 is the phone number. Live at KNWXRadio.com is the email from for me it as Texter says, for me, sometimes faith is all we have. And I and I think that's I mean that, that's kind of the 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 overarching theme of this the last three hours that you and I've spent together is it really is the bottom of it all is faith. And and of course I'm former pastor, this is the kind of stuff that I look for, but I, I mean faith in Christ really is kind of the foundation for you isn't it yes yeah and that's where i consider myself very lucky like
0: i i was adopted by a family of faith yeah i was raised in a faithful family yeah um i had it modeled to me right time and time again
1: and it's not about being perfect is it because i i say this all the time and I, i probably sound like a broken record sometimes like if you're looking to me to to be the example of what it's supposed to look like, you're doing it wrong. Like you're gonna you're gonna be disappointed because I'm going to let you down. It's really not about being perfect, but but trusting He who is perfect when when you can't be. Is, is that a if, right way to if say? If you it? want to
0: look at me as an example, the best path is to view me as an example of what not to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's yeah. usually the right right yeah. thing. I have another phone call here. Let's take that. You're on the Schmidt show, what's on your mind? Yeah, I was gonna say in January
0: of two thousand fourteen I was diagnosed with lung cancer and my family were pretty excited and I said, you gotta have some faith. Mm. Well then November of two thousand nineteen or eighteen my brother died of cancer. And then in March of 2019, I had another younger brother die, and then his wife died in May, and now my sister died in 2020. But I still have faith that God knew what he was doing.
1: Yeah. Sometimes Sometimes that's all we got, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't, I mean, like that one guy said, he wants to pick up the phone and tell somebody something, and you can't do it anymore, but...
1: Yeah. Well, ma'am, I'm sorry for your loss, and, and I can't imagine. Uh, I'm, I've am i been lucky enough over the years to um, miss a lot of the tragedy that has befallen so many others. So um, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Have, have a good one. 701-775-5559 is the phone number. Live at KenWixRadio.com is the email. Steve, let's take one last break, and then we'll wrap up and – uh, because we'll, uh, I want to, I want to point something out. Because a text messenger came in that uh, I think will help us kind of tie all of this together and really put a bow on it. The Schmidt Show continues next. News Radio thirteen ten KNOX AM one zero seven nine X FM. Radio 1310, Keno XAM 1079, Keno XFM. I'm not sure ACDC is the appropriate <laughs> appropriate bumper music, but it's what come up in the rotator, so I, I don't know. I've got 120-some songs in there. So uh, In the studio with me is Steve Drees, a good friend of mine, and we've been friends for, like I said, eight or nine years. He uh, uh, has done all kinds of cool stuff, had a great uh, life story uh, from adoption to cancer to uh, finding a biological family that was uh, previously unknown, and just a uh, a great story there. the the story of your wife uh, tragically passing away in very unexpectedly, and just like all of these things that have kind of happened to you in your lifetime, um, that that have come together to make you Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, and a text messenger, I think, kind of inadvertently maybe touched on something that really ties all this together and, and really puts the, the, the entirety of your story um, in, a, in, a, in the proper context. And the texter asked the question, what is this story? Holy, it sounds sad, but it's really not, is it? Well, I mean, there are sad parts, yes, but um,
0: it, it isn't sad. Right, it it ends well. Yeah, but I mean, there are things that I wouldn't trade. Yeah, um, you know, some people ask, have asked, well, you, do you regret having married Carrie?
1: No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah, like, um, and that seems a strange question to ask. I don't mean well, to interrupt, but that seems a strange question to ask in the context of of
0: suffering that loss. Like, if I hadn't ever married her, I wouldn't know what I missed out on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that context, but I, I have so many blessings that it's hard to focus on the bad things that happened.
1: Yeah. One of the things that this is a little bit of inside information, a little bit of inside baseball, um, <laughs> you, you have, a, you have a, um, a 3D printer. Yes. And you have a grandson mm-hmm. who likes trains. Yes, love's trains. Love's trains, and you have printed what probably miles of track <laughs> on your three D printer, right? I mean, and and the reason I bring that up is that's one of those blessings, right? That that has resulted out of all of this. He is, calls me
0: Grandpa Choo Choo.
1: Yeah, you get you get to be Grandpa to to a little miniature teenage mutant ninja turtle. Yeah, he's, and nobody's gonna get that, but you he's know, wonderful. Yeah, he... and and. Theoretically, like say your other daughter's getting married, there's maybe going to be some more someday. And, and that, I mean, what, what more could a guy ask for, really? You know, I'm 44 years old and my daughter's 23, my son's 18. And I'm thinking, TikTok. Clock, clock's ticking. Let's go. I want some grandkids before I'm too old to enjoy them. And I would have never thought that that was, I mean, I would have never, ever thought in, in my wildest dreams as a, as a kid growing up, that that would be something I would look forward to. It's
0: you. And you don't understand
1: how awesome that is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Having your grandson run up to you going, grandpa. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: We have another phone call. Let's take one more. You're on the Schmidt show. What's on your mind? Yeah. Hey Steve. Um, I sent it a text, and I knew Brad wouldn't read it, but um, I have to ask the question. When you walked out of the shower that day, was it a full-size towel, or was it it a hand towel? I
0: I only use beach towels.
1: (laughs) So, there was nothing hanging down below the no. <laughs> below. <laughs> all right. ah, I love it. Appreciate it. <laughs> I lo- we can always count on you for a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, humor to to break up the uh, the seriousness. You're on the Schmidt Show. What's on your mind,
0: Brad? Wonderful show. Well, thank you. And thank you so much to your guest for all the insight on the adoption and also the loss of his beloved one. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. 701 775 5559 is the phone number. Live at KenwexRadio.com is the email if you want to join the conversation here. Steve, as we're wrapping up, we got just about four-ish minutes left here. Um what's the advice that that I mean it's it's always tough to to say, well, here's how you do it, right? Here's how you win at life or whatever. But what's the advice in all of this? Whether it's fighting cancer, dealing with the loss of a loved one, you know, finding a a biological parent that you maybe weren't even sure was still alive and all of that. Like, what's the advice? What's the the message that you would have for the listeners as we walk out today?
0: Love God, love others.
1: Love God, love It's pretty good advice, isn't it? It's gotten me this far. Yeah. It doesn't fill four minutes, but it's... No. It's... <laughs> I,
0: I... <laughs> uh,
1: it sounds trite. It but, does. But... but...
0: It works, Um, and for a lot of it, the the love others part. Just today, when you get home, love your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Like, Be kind to them because you may have had a crappy day at work, but they weren't there. Right. Right? Yeah, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. And um, just be kind to them, and they'll be kind to you.
1: Is it is it really that simple?
0: It seems to be. I I had a friend ask me or or say to me, I, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you were able to go on. Like if I lost my wife, I don't know if I could go on. Right. And I said you got two kids. You have to. Yeah. Like it, it's not it it's not like there's another option. Right. You have to go on because you have kids who depend yeah. on you. Yeah, they need you.
1: Well, that's that when I want to come back to your answer. And you said it seems to be that easy, that simple.
0: Um, Well, I guess I I don't really know because I haven't tried it the other way. Yeah. Well, what (laughs) is the other way, right? To be mean to everybody? Yeah. To not love God? Yeah. To yeah. be a
1: jerk, I, I, it <laughs> just doesn't seem like that that way works well. Yeah. And we've all met that guy, right? He's the guy that's screaming at the fourteen year old behind the counter at McDonald's because the burger on the screen didn't look the way the one like he got. Right? Yeah. We've all met yeah. that guy. Her name's Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and so um, I guess Steve uh, to 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 put a, a button on it for me. Uh, it, so first of all, thank you. Uh, for being willing oh, to, this was to come in sometimes these things seem to be painful it was a little thing that was kind of something i was kind of concerned about i didn't want to drag up you know bad memories and make you feel bad and all of that kind of thing um i just know how much of a of a uh a wealth of assistance you have been to me over these last years and and how much of an influence you've been on me and maybe didn't even know that you were um, kind of get nosebleeds when I'm up too high, so can I step down from the pedestal? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been uh, it's been good for me having having someone like you to to uh, bring a little bit of uh, sanity sometimes. So um, if if you had to put a a um, a pin on the board as to where you find your Stability other than Christ, and I, I know that kind of where do you find that for you? Family, family,
0: and and that has gotten much larger over the years,
1: yeah. And it isn't neat how that happens, yeah, yeah. Well, Steve, the music means I'm out of time, and, and I will. I don't know if you are aware of this, but this is a, a kind of a rock and roll version of the song Mandy by Barry Manilow, and uh, I, I try to keep in, in mind that. Mandy's the one for me that makes all of this happen so I appreciate you sharing your time and and sharing your life with us the Schmidt show will continue tomorrow we'll see you then Monday